Ha <laughs> once again, back again like I never left. It's the last Dan. Hope y'all enjoying yourselves out there. It's the fourth quarter. You know, the last third of the year. October, November, December finishes strong. Get on your Michael Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Tom Brady, Captain Clutch swag. Don't be shook under pressure like James Harden and Joel Embiid, all right? Finish the year strong, push forward, get your mind in the 2024, start planning ahead, and make sure 2024 is the greatest year in your life, and then 2025 is the greatest year in your life, and so on and so forth, you feel me? But today, I got to break down what's going on in the music journalism game. A few days ago, a lot of uh, writers announced that OK Player let go of their entire editorial staff. If you guys aren't aware out there, OK Player is a website that was founded in 1999. Uh, Questlove is one of the original founders. I don't know how much he is a part of the collective anymore, but it was basically a community where people talked about music, all types of things on message boards. And then it eventually expanded into a full-blown journalistic website where people were having great articles and conversations about music and the things that surround it. And unfortunately, that's gone. If you go on okplayer.com right now, I'm doing it, guys. You can do it as well. The first thing I see is... Five great cocktails to order in Manhattan right now. <laughs> Second thing is what to do in New York City this weekend. And then the third thing is Lazy Bone delivers hopeful message amid Crazy Bone hospitalization. You know, Crazy Bones and right now one of the legendary members of Bone Thugs and Harmony. Hopefully everything goes well and you come out healthy. But yeah, that's what OK Player was. All year, they were promoting their Hip Hop 50, the 50th anniversary of Hip Hop. They cashed in on that, let the writers cook up, and then September said, September came after the so-called Hip Hop 50th birthday happened on August 11th and told all of those boys sayonara. Now, we've seen this going on in other avenues. Paper Magazine cut off a lot of their staff. NPR did. Vice, MTV. So music journalism is fading away, the print version anyways. And I guess you can say in general, because uh, shout out to Jeff Weiss, you know, he's one of the best music writers in the world. He runs passionweiss.com. And he thought that um, the future of music journalism, he said it on Twitter, you know, it's called X, but whatever. We still call it Twitter around here. He roughly said that the future of music journalism, well, I almost, I almost turned into a brother from Memphis, Merzik, a music journalism, excuse me, is that it's just going to be people on TikTok and YouTube, you know, making branded content, basically, <laughs> you know, just trying to get in the good graces of the artist, the label, and people won't really question what's going on with the art being created by these artists so i don't know i think 
print is in a weird place. If you've existed in the 21st century, you know people don't read as much as they used to. People like to watch and listen more now. It's easier to manipulate information. People are now doing things more for clicks and likes instead of, you know, telling the truth. So it's a tricky world just for information in general. So music criticism fading away stinks because I think it's a great thing to do to document culture and history and what's going on. How does the music being made represent the climate in your society and so many other things, even the positive stories about artists coming from hard times, making something to themselves and influence and inspiring others. Who's going to tell that story because access is now being given to the creator, you know, through social media. If I'm a big rapper, I don't have to go to the breakfast club. I don't have to get an interview with Rolling Stone. I can talk to my fan base every day about whatever I want. So the use of journalism, I think it's still important, but I think from the industry, they don't care about it anymore. And hey, if there's less people being critical about our art, hey, more power to that. Get them out of here. It's not like uh, sports journalism is that much better. There's a lot of people getting cut and fired all the time, but... I think that from the sports side, it's more so the talking heads. So in music journalism, you got the writers dying out. And then in print journalism, you're going to have, or excuse me, in sports journalism, a lot of the talking heads are going to get phased out for former athletes, former coaches. A lot of the homies that did well on radio, you better get a stick <laughs> or you can get slid. And the Print journalists like ESPN used to be built around getting the best journalists who also knew how to do well on TV, like Stephen A., like Michael Wilbon, like Tony Kornheiser, like Dan Lebitard. That's gone away. Now it's basically Stephen A. and former athletes. And then Mad Dog, you know how to yell. You're OG at yelling and talking loud. So you can be around too. So yeah, it stinks, but hey, doingwave.com. We revamping everything. We're going to save the music journalism game, all right? If I have to do it myself, I'll do it. I still think it's important to write. I still think it's important to read. You already know I do podcasts. You're listening to this right now. I need to expand and get in the video, but my home and my heart will always be the written word, and I'm going to try to put on. I'm not going to blame you know, other people out there. For certain things going wrong, sometimes you have to look within. And I know for myself, hey, I've wanted to be a journalist for a right time, but life and situations have happened where I've fallen out of love with writing. Where the times I haven't written, there was been a, like a span where I'd go years without writing because I was just focused on working, making my money, gave up my journalism dream. I had to move across the country and live in Ellensburg, Washington to get the passion to write again. And then it's fallen off with me as well. I've done more podcasts than writing articles since I started the Doing Wave Network. So I need to get back into writing and being more active and be the change I want to see. I think now since these corporations are phasing out, you know, the their editorial staffs, maybe this can become a new golden era for Music journalism, bring back the blog era. 
but have it instead of just posting links of songs and music videos and then the comments the comments section going crazy write articles that people want to read make videos that people want to watch giving you know detailed breakdowns of music videos albums songs whatever the biggest music critic you could say right now is Fantano and of course all I know I, I'm not sure I don't know if he has any backing but I think it's just a guy by himself on YouTube giving his opinions and hey he's a superstar Pitchfork I guess you can say is kind of the only music publication that matters to a certain extent but eh, I don't think I don't think the like black people I don't think niggas ever cared about Pitchfork so that is what it is you saw Rolling Stones uh, uh, owner and, you know, a guy that helped create the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He said he didn't even think black and women musicians could be geniuses. So I think maybe this is a good thing. Maybe all these companies Xing out their editorial staffs will bring people back to the underground, cover more what's going on around them locally and bring back writing in another way. Bring back the blog era. So. This is the last Dan. I'm going to holler at y'all later. Peace.